Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, and welcome to the first official episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. Today, we'll be talking about what even is an introvert and who are introverts. There are so many misconceptions and stereotypes surrounding introverts and the behaviors they have because they're just not well understood. And you know, I was thinking about this just a couple of days ago. I realized for the first time, a lot of people who aren't super close to me but know me are probably going to be hearing my voice for the first time for a long period of time rather than just like short one word answers. And that was so, so weird to me, but I think this is a perfect way to start to break those stereotypes and misconceptions so that people can have a better understanding of who introverts are. And I have a lot of experience with this because growing up, I knew I was an introvert. People told me I was an introvert. And it was like, okay, I'm an introvert, but what does that mean? I didn't know how that applied to my life. And so I think on both ends, this will be a great um, learning experience for extroverts to learn what an introvert is and for introverts to also learn who they are. And so, yeah, let's get started. Uh, The first thing I want to talk about is the difference between being shy or having social anxiety versus being an introvert. So these two often get confused and mixed up and explained as being the exact same thing when they're not. When you're shy or you have social anxiety, you're often very reserved and you get really nervous about talking to other people or speaking in front of large groups. Um, And it also is accompanied with poor social skills usually where on the other hand introverts are also reserved but they are reserved in a different way where they reflect inwardly and they like to take in observations and figure out what it means to them and what it means to the people around them Um, before joining a conversation or before saying anything. Um, And most of the time, introverts aren't nervous to speak to other people. They don't have that anxiety surrounding social interactions. Um, One of the big things that differentiates being shy or having social anxiety and introverts is that introverts hate small talk. So like I said before, they want to know what makes people tick and um, 
what are their biggest fears and what are their goals and what do they imagine the world looking like in the future? They want to know these big questions that don't have yes or no answers. They don't want to talk about, oh, how's your day going? Or what's the weather like? Or how's school? Because those are superficial and in a way meaningless. They don't carry a lot of weight and they don't help introverts understand people or the world better. And introverts love that. They love learning how people work, what makes people happy. They love learning those types of things. And that's one of the big difference between being shy and being an introvert. And obviously an introvert can be shy and have social anxiety as well and so they could have all these characteristics the second thing i have on my list is social exhaustion yes it is a hundred percent a thing i think i've had to explain this to my family hundreds of times because none of them understand it social exhaustion is not I hate people. I don't want to be around people. It's not that introverts are rude and they just don't care. It's literally being depleted and like not having any energy when you're surrounded by a lot of people for large and even small amounts of time. It's like so incredibly exhausting literally to the point where I will be out and then I'll come home and I'll just take a nap because I'm that tired. It literally deprives me of my energy and I have to like recharge um, almost like a battery if you want to think of it that way. And um, a really big thing with it is that you have different levels of social exhaustion around different groups of people. So when I'm around my family, I can be around them for hours. I can sit and have dinner for three hours, laughing, having multiple conversations and fun arguments and be okay. And it's very similar when I'm with really close friends. I'm totally okay going out from three in the afternoon, hanging out with them all night, spending the night at a house, waking up the next day, hanging out with them again until the afternoon. And I'm okay. But when I'm around friends I'm not as close to or just acquaintances and co-workers, my social energy goes away so quickly I can be around them for maybe an hour or two, maybe three if you're pushing it, but then I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to lay down. I want to just like relax and be by myself, watch some TV or read a book until I've regained that energy again to go back out and I'm going to be honest, usually regaining that energy takes a lot longer um, than my energy gets depleted. And so it might take me days or weeks even 
to be ready to go back out into uh, large group gatherings, especially if it's like a party type of thing. Oh, I can't deal with those. Those are incredibly exhausting for me. Um, so the third thing I have on my list is it is not true that introverts always want to be alone. And I know that after I just talked about social exhaustion, it might sound that way, but it is not. I can promise you that as an introvert, I do not always want to be alone. I don't like being alone, actually. I love being around my family and I love being around friends. I love being able to interact with people. And like I said, a lot of it goes back to wanting to know how people work and wanting to know how people function in the world and why they do what they do. And that's where a lot of my conversations stem from when I talk to people and uh, why I get into arguments with a lot of people because I want to know why. Why do you think like that? Why do you do that? And so, of course I want to be around people. I, I think I would be very sad and very lonely if I didn't hang around anyone. And there are people out there who don't want to be around people and that's totally understandable. Um, but it's not necessarily a characteristic thing of being an introvert. Um, another thing is that I do not have low self-esteem. And I've heard this before, like, oh, you don't have to feel so low about yourself. And I was just so confused because I was like, I don't have low self-esteem or low self-confidence. I have a lot of self-confidence. I know what I can do and I know I'm good at what I can do. That's not the problem. Just because we don't talk as much or we don't, you know, want to be around people as often does not mean I don't have low confidence and that can come off that way especially when we're very observant and trying to just understand how a situation is working and or first getting to know somebody and it may come off as I don't have any self-esteem but that's not true um definitely do not have low self-esteem most introverts are very very positive about what they can do and I will talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. And the last thing I want to talk about regarding stereotypes and misconceptions is this idea that introverts need to change or they need to be fixed. And this is a really big thing for all the introverts listening. That is not true. You do not need to change. You are not broken. Okay? Like, you're different and that's okay. Everybody has their thing. Everybody is different in their own ways. Diversity is a very big thing and very important. And if we didn't have diversity, our world would be one note. 
and we wouldn't have a lot of the things that we do right now. So, no, <laughs> introverts do not need to change. They do not need to be fixed because they work the way they work, and that is so important. I've heard so many times things like, oh, you're too quiet, you need to talk more, and like I said, for the longest time, I didn't know what it meant to be an introvert, really, and so I thought that was something that was wrong with me. I thought, well, I don't talk a lot, and everyone's telling me I need to, so maybe that's something wrong with me? Maybe I need to get, like, work on that and fix that? Because obviously everyone else does. Um, but I've learned recently that the reason that people say that, particularly people who are extroverts, is because... They get uncomfortable when it's quiet. They don't like it when people aren't talking or people are sitting in silence. And the thing is, introverts are okay with that. We can handle that. We like observing and when things are quiet, it's easier to observe um, people's behaviors because you don't have all this noise around you. But extroverts, uh, they interact with their surroundings by talking and by having conversations. And so when those aren't going on, they get super uncomfortable. And I've actually done this with my family a couple of times where, you know, a conversation might die down and they might expect to get picked back up, but I kind of just don't say anything, and I sit there, and they get super uncomfortable. You can see them, like, looking around, trying to avoid eye contact, and then eventually they'll think of something super random to talk about, because they just can't sit in the silence. But the biggest thing that introverts need to understand is you are not responsible for someone else's comfortableness in a situation. You do not have to change to talk because they're uncomfortable. You do not have to make yourself uncomfortable so that they are no longer uncomfortable. And that is so important because I feel like it's just an expectation that introverts change for extroverts. So that extroverts aren't uncomfortable anymore. Another thing I've heard is you need to break out of your shell. And again, I used to think something's wrong with me. I need to change. And then I realized recently, what shell? I'm, yeah, I'm a little shy, to be honest. I'm both shy and an introvert, but... I do not have a shell. I might be reserved at first, but I'm not afraid to get to know people. And, you know, it makes introverts think that they are the problem when they aren't. And I think it, it would be so helpful if everybody, introverts and extroverts and 
people in between, if they learned how to accommodate to everybody and how to have interactions with everybody in a way that makes everybody comfortable, uh, it should never be, well, extroverts are the norm. And so everyone else has to change for them. I don't want that. I don't want to change. And I'm sure other people don't either. Um, and another thing I hear a lot is, oh, just get over it. You'll be fine. It's so easy. Whatever. And I'm sitting there and I look at people who say that to me and I'm like, no, it's not. I can't just get over it. It's part of who I am. It's part of my personality. And it takes a long time to change aspects of people's personalities. And it won't be easy. It might be easy for you because you enjoy that. You enjoy talking. You enjoy being vocal and being outgoing and that is not how I work that's not how I I function and again this is stemming from extroverts are the norm and extroverts are how people should function and schools function a lot like this too it's when I was younger, um, actually all the way through high school, my parents would go to conferences and every single teacher would say, oh yeah, Tegan is doing really well in the class. Um, she's getting good grades and she understands everything. I just wish she would talk more. I just wish she would answer more questions. But <laughs> if... If that's not essential to my learning, why do I need to do that? And I never understood that. And my parents would come home and they would always tell me, Oh, well, you need to talk more in class. But why? If I'm doing well in the class, why do I need to change? So, just something to think about. Um, so, now I'm going to move on and talk about what is an introvert talked about kind of the misconceptions and some of the stereotypes but now i want to talk about what are the things that make an introvert an introvert and one of those things is something i've already talked about talked about is the social exhaustion and getting drained when introverts are around a lot of people and then needing that alone time to recharge. Um, I am planning on doing an episode in the future with introverts versus extroverts and kind of explaining the differences because I think that it will help clarify kind of why social exhaustion happens for introverts rather than extroverts, but really quickly it basically boils down to introverts get their energy from being in their own space and being alone, um, while extroverts get their energy from 
being around people and interacting with other people. And so for extroverts, being in those social spaces is like so exciting and it like is almost like getting a boost of energy because that's where your energy comes from but for introverts it's the opposite you get your your energy from being alone you get your energy from spending time on your own and kind of doing inward thinking kind of stuff and being around other people depletes that energy and so that is one of the biggest things that makes an introvert an introvert Uh, Another thing about introverts is that they'll often have um, small groups of friends and this leads back to the social exhaustion. Being around too many people will drain your energy while being around smaller groups of people allow you to maintain your energy for longer periods of time. Uh, This also is because as an introvert, like I said, you like to get to know people on a deeper level and when you're friends with a ton of people you can't do that as well you would probably end up focusing on a couple friends anyways and generating a small group within that larger group and so having just that small knit group allows you to get to know your friends really intimately and to understand them and to know what makes them tick and everything Um, and, you know, growing up, I've always had small groups of friends. Um, I think the most I've ever, like, had at one time in my inner circle was, like, four people. And even that is kind of a lot for me. A third thing about introverts is that too much stimulation and Uh, their environment may feel distracting or draining and these include auditory stimulation and visual stimulation and the best way for me to explain this is to tell you about my college experience and how I studied. Um, So I went to Johns Hopkins University. I'm actually graduating this fall semester and all my friends and my roommates would always study at the library. They always say, oh do you want to go to the library later and study? And I, you know, just say yeah sure that's fine because I didn't like saying no to people. Um, And I studied in the library a couple times Uh, while I was there and for me there's just so many people around me doing their own thing making their own noises um, having their own conversations that I can't focus on studying or doing homework because I want to see what they're doing I want to hear what they're talking about and it is one of the most distracting environments for me to study and that sounds so counterintuitive because libraries are built to 
be quiet places where people can read and study and I can't do that there. So I always ended up back in my room by myself, um, just working at a desk or on my bed because I didn't have that stimulation in my environment that distracted me. And that is a really big thing um, that sets introverts apart. Um, Another thing is that introverts are very self-aware of their own strengths and their weaknesses. Uh, And this has a lot to do with the fact that introverts um, have a lot of inward thinking they um, take a lot of time to reflect on previous interactions, previous situations, um, current things that are going on, and how those things will affect their future, and there's just a lot of thinking. I think a lot, like I'm always constantly thinking, um, and Anything that happens to me, I probably spend a good amount of time thinking about it, even if it seems insignificant. And this just has to do with, one, again, wanting to know how the world works. And every time you get a new piece of information, you want to know how does that fit into what I already know. And so thinking about it and reflecting on it helps me and other introverts do that and two it has a lot to do with wanting to improve or wanting to figure out how in the future you can change or fix what you did so that it is better or more efficient and this is where knowing our strengths and our weaknesses come into play i could tell you exactly what i'm good at i can make a list of it and i can tell you this i know i'm good at and i can do the exact same thing with what i'm not good at and this is because i think about it i reflect and i say okay i tried this and it didn't work well for me. And then I start thinking, why didn't it work well for me? What can I do to change that so it can work well for me? And there's just a lot of reflection of everything that happens in the surrounding and also with ourselves. And also there's a lot of time devoted to learning about um yourself as an introvert and this is just so crazy because i learned about this like last year when i was trying to figure out what an introvert is and i realized that i do that all the time i research i do certain things because understanding myself will help me improve in the future and also know when a certain situation comes around if i'll be able to handle it um 
the second to last thing is that introverts are very observant and I've already touched on this a lot um, but introverts love to learn through observation of their surroundings of other people and people's interactions because that is literally the best way to learn about people and to understand how things work because people lie and I know that's crazy to think about but people lie you could ask anyone any question and you don't know if what they say is true but when you watch someone they're doing that they're doing a certain behavior they're reacting certain ways and that is a fact and that tells me and that tells other introverts certain facts and information that help them understand the people around them and it sounds a little creepy because yeah i will just sit there sometimes and watch people or listen in on conversations um but I'm not doing it because I'm trying to learn everything about you. I'm doing it because I want to know why you do certain things and then how that plays into how other people do certain things and are there commonalities, are there differences, and all those different types of things. And the last thing is that introverts are fairly independent people. In the choice between a group project or an independent project, they're definitely going to choose the independent project. One, because they know they don't have to work with other people and interact with other people in that way that they would know they will become socially exhausted. Two, they know that they can do the work on their own and that they will get it done. And they don't have to rely on other people. So that's all the examples I have of what makes an introvert an introvert. I just want to clarify that a lot of these things are what makes me an introvert and they are common examples that a lot of introverts experience but not every introvert is the same. So if you are an introvert or if you have friends or family around you that are introverts, Take the time to get to know yourself or those people around you because they may have different things that make them unique. Uh, so I just want to thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and the very first episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it, if you learned something, I would so appreciate it if you would subscribe write a comment, and share with someone you know. Uh, so have a great weekend, and I look forward to seeing you next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. Wow.